listening to Dudes Talking Sports. I'm Casey Foreman. From the NBA to the NFL, I'll be giving you the most recent and up-to-date news in the world of sports. You can listen live every Monday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time at SIUEWebRadio.com or on the TuneIn Radio app and every Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts. All right, and welcome to this week's episode of Dudes Talking Sports. I'm your co-host, as always, Casey Foreman, alongside my co-host in Tanner File. Tanner, we are days, hours away from NFL kickoff. How are you doing, my man? I could not be more excited. I'm like a little kid on Christmas. Football is finally back again this week. So I, I couldn't be excited. Both of our teams playing in the opening game. Couldn't be better, dude. Could not be better, dude. Honestly, and I think you, we, we talked about this off mic. But, dude, you survived an entire NFL offseason here on Dude's Talk of Sports. Awesome. Yeah, I, I started the week after, I think, the Bucks won the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, I think so. So, yeah, I've had a whole offseason to think about what I've wanted to say about the NFL season, my favorite sport. So that time is man, here, man. That time yeah, is I here. Could not be more excited to be on the podcast. There's a lot to look at and discuss since we are just days away from kickoff. Let's start today's episode talking about our NFL season preview. Okay, well, at least the first half of our season preview here in the first half. We'll take a look at all of the NFL awards and uh, give out our predictions for the guys we think will be taking home the hardware. Then to wrap up the first half, this will be a new segment going forward here on Dude's Talk and Sports. Very excited for it. I will get, we will give our picks of the week. Okay, talking about some games where we like the over, some games where we like the under, a favorite and underdog, also our game of the week. So a pick of the week uh, to wrap up the, the, the uh, first half. Then, Tanner, it's finally time, or already time, I should say. I, I feel like it's been flying by for our final division in football. Yeah, we've taken time. We've talked about every single team in the NFL <laughs> during their division preview. We finally get to four actual interesting teams in the NFC West, what most people consider to be the best division in football. That is the Seattle Seahawks, the San Francisco 49ers, the Arizona Cardinals, and the Los Angeles Rams. So all these teams, teams have yeah, all these teams. teams have a lot of hope going into this season. Yeah. And I think uh, we're gonna predict their win total and where we think it should be compared to where Vegas thinks it could be. And then to after that, we're going to wrap up the show with what, who we think the NFL playoff teams are going to be. Yeah, Spoiler, man. some of those NFC West teams <laughs> will be in our... Uh, yeah, some of them. <laughs> yeah, some, yeah, 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 some of them will be in the playoffs in our predictions. <laughs> but we're going to we're gonna predict one through seven seeds, who we think they're going to be, and then wrap up the show with just a little bit of college football talk just to grind Casey's gears. Tanner's got to get his college football fix in. You know, we'll, we'll just let him get there at the end of the show. But yeah, I mean, a lot to look, a lot to, uh, to discuss. Season starts on Thursday. Time to get all of our preseason predictions out on the table for people to discuss for us to have on the record. Okay, Tanner, let's start off with the NFL awards. Uh, you know, rookie of the year, MVP. Etc. Etc. Start with the uh, offensive rookie of the year. There are a lot of a lot of different guys I think capable of taking home this award. So when, when I bring when I bring that question to you, what comes to mind for offensive rookie of the year? 
Yeah, uh, I think there's a lot of possibilities. To what comes to my Obviously, mind? Obviously, quarterbacks come to mind. You know, a lot of a lot of yeah, ones you because there's choose. five first round quarterbacks. So <laughs> you know? any of the, any of those guys are an option. There's running backs that were drafted high that could be an option. There's receivers that were drafted high that could be an option. And there's a guy called Kyle Pitts that could be an option out oh, there in dude, Atlanta. You're 100% correct. Yeah, 100%. So, so, a lot of weapons, man. And Yeah, so if I had to make one solid prediction of who I think is going to be offensive right. rookie of the year, right, right. I think I'm going Najee Harris in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh just because – He's going to be the feature back in Pittsburgh, yeah. which yeah, no none of the none of these other rookie backs are going to have. I don't absolutely love any of the rookie quarterback situations that they're in in their offense. Exactly. So I think the numbers are going to be down a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think if Najee Harris goes summer ten total touchdowns, eleven 1, hundred yards, I think he's exactly. going to be able to. I think he's going to stand a chance to win that award. Yeah, man, I think so too. And like you said, they they didn't have a run game at all last year. He's going to be their number one back. He's going to get the ball a decent amount, rightfully so. You can't have Ben Roethlisberger throwing the ball 50 times a game. 50 at 50. Yeah, 50 50 times a game like like they did last year, right? So they can't be doing that. And he was probably easily the best back coming out in in this draft class, at least, right? He had 1,500 yards, 26 rushing touchdowns his final year, right? So – the the the, uh, the talent is there. That's not to be questioned. And then, as you said, he's probably just the most consistent factor, the the safest bet almost because of all the questions on those quarterbacks. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like like yeah. Zach Wilson doesn't have the best team. Trevor Lawrence, who knows what's going on with his coaching staff and obviously the roster. They won one game last year. You know, Justin Fields, Trey Lance. How many games are they going to play? So there, there are nothing yeah, but question and, marks. And you forgot about Mac Jones. I know. Mac, I figured I'd let you take your boy. You know, <laughs> I, I, I guess at this point he really has become my boy. Uh, I don't know if you saw the report this week that said he was helping Cam Newton learn the playbook. I did. I did. Thought thought that was pretty funny, but uh, that's a little rough. Yeah, like yeah. Your rookie quarterback is yeah. helping your NBA. I think Mac Jones is going to stand a chance to win the rookie of the year. I think it's going to be Mac Jones or Najee Harris. Mac Jones would be my second choice. Me too. I hate to say that's honestly why I picked Najee as well. I'm like, I think Mac might have the best season quarterback wise, but I'm not going to pick him. Uh, I'm going Najee. I think Najee though is going to have a solid year, like you said, over a thousand yards. Can if he can reach the end zone, hopefully nine, ten times, he's going to he's going to take home this award. And they need him to be exactly that in Pittsburgh. I think that's exactly what they're going to get. So we we agree here in the first one, a rookie of the year offensively, Najee Harris. I'm good yeah. with it. I'm 100% good yeah. cool with it, man. Out of the whatever 200 got rookies that will see playing time, we agreed on the same guy. That's without, insane. Without talking about it. Yeah, this, so. is, this is not playing, right? Tanner and I just like, you know come on here and just give our picks a, a, as we picked them. Let's move on and talk about defense. Okay, defense. Maybe I'm a little biased. Cause I'm, cause I'm wearing this Jersey right here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, but I think I'm for, for defensively, I'm going with my, with my guy. At least now I'm, now he's my guy. He's, he's a Dallas Cowboy. Uh, Micah Parsons. He, he ended up preseason wise, right? He didn't, didn't play every preseason game, but preseason wise, he was a top three overall, all, all cat, all, everything taken into consideration, a top three linebacker in the NFL in the preseason. Don't don't want to under, don't underestimate that. Also, don't want to over overestimate it. Obviously, but something to to take into consideration for sure. Uh, he was at one point the highest graded run defender in all of football in the preseason. After playing a couple of games, he didn't play the last, like I said the last couple of games, so was overtaken for that number one spot. But at one point, he was the highest graded run def- run defender when he had a, a lot of time on that field. So 
I think he's going to spark an improving defense in Dallas. I like his motor. Dude always, if you, if you watch Hard Knocks, dude always wants to make the play. Always wants to be the guy. Uh, Van Der Esch was like, dude, that was my play. Literally one time they're, they're on the sideline in a preseason game. like, hey, you know, one thing you got to learn, rookie, is that every play is not yours. He literally said, who says that? He literally thought every play, you know, could be his. And I, I love hearing that. Uh, so I think I love his motor. I think he's going to take home defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, I think he stands a good chance at rookie of the year. I won't call you too much of a homer on that pick because yeah, I, think he actually, on, I think he actually is the biggest favorite to win it. But there are a couple guys else yes. I like. Uh, I love Joe Tryon in my Tampa Bay. I think I was going to say, your boy, uh, right? I, I, Yeah, I think he's going to get a bunch of pass rushing reps. I think he could have eight sacks. I think he's a phys- I, I think he's a phys- physical freak that people are going to have problems blocking. He's got people but, ahead of him, though. Do, but, do, do you go play? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's the only reason I, I'm not picking him to yeah. win it is because he has Shaq Barrett and JPP so we'll taking some of those pa- is, taking right? some of those pass rushing reps away from him. He'll but I think there, with, I, but I think now. with my official pick, I'm gonna go with Trayvon Morig, the safety in for the Raiders. I think he's gonna make a lot of Big. plays. I think I think he was the best safety in the draft. Seriously? So, yeah, for sure. What, what I was, pick was he again? Was he, he was the uh, first round? He was, pick, he was picked. He was picked early in the second. Early in the second. Okay, so he was one of the guys that dropped out of the first. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, so I think he's I, I think he's an instant impact guy for the Raiders and the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders need guys on defense and they need people to come in and make plays. And if he can do that, I think he stands a good chance to win Rookie of the Year. I like it. I think that's good. I th- I'm excited to see that little bit of a sleeper pick there. You know, not not necessarily someone you see everyone talking about. I don't want to agree with you exactly on our first two picks. Yeah, Micah, though, man, he, he's going to be a freak. I'm, I'm super excited to see what he can do. And I, I think he's going to be already in his rookie year one of the leaders on this Cowboys. He, he's going to have to be. They, they've had nothing but inconsistency at that linebacker position. Hopefully he can come in and at least be a consistent factor for him. That's, that's honestly what we're hoping for here. Let's move on, though. So we had Najee Harris. We both agree there. I had Micah. You say his name again. I, I already forget. Trayvon Morig. Trayvon Morig. I will never forget that name again, Trayvon. I'm sorry about that. Either way, though, let's move on and talk about uh, NFL comeback player of the year. Obviously, comeback player means the last season, some point of disappointing year or maybe even a short year due to injury. Usually the injury is, you know, what they're, what they're bouncing back, what they're coming back from more than likely. Who comes, you know, who comes to mind when you're talking about that award? Yeah, sometimes comeback player means something different. Sometimes it means they just had a bad season and they're coming back from it. Right. But typically it does go to a guy who had an injury. I think Dak Prescott makes, you know. Yeah, I think Dak Prescott makes the most sense as the comeback player of the year. As long as he stays healthy and he isn't a lesser version of himself, from the last couple seasons, I think yeah. he will win it because he did miss a lot of time last year. And if he does come back, the Cowboys will be a lot better. So, yeah. I, I'm, so Music my pick to is, my ears, man. Music some, to my ears right uh, now. Oh, yeah. Well, I kind of want to throw up. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I'm picking Dak Prescott as comeback player of the year. There's uh, multiple other guys I feel like I could pick. We could talk about those after I hear your pick. Uh, it's going to be short and sweet. Dak Prescott. Like you just said, dude only played four and a half, five games last year uh, and, and was on a tear at that before he got hurt. Had 1,800 yards, nine touchdowns already. 
So I think he's going to pick up right where he left off. At least I'm hoping he seemed to gotten better every year that he's been playing. So hopefully we see another step up. And like you said, dude had a, a really bad injury. And I think he's going to come back and pick up where he left off. And he, he's probably the favorite to win this award as of right now, I would say. Yeah, I think he definitely makes the most sense. I think the guy that he's kind of been compared to his whole career also makes sense. Carson Wentz. If Carson Wentz could come in to Indy and lead him to the playoffs and Man. play like the play like the Carson Wentz of his MVP caliber season. Did not win MVP. You know I hate that, but you're right. Go ahead. It was caliber. Yeah. caliber. Yeah. So if, as long as he – I mean, if he comes back and plays like that, I think he has a very good chance to win it. And yeah. obviously one of these running backs that's coming back from an injury could also. Saquon, McCaffrey, both obviously. Well, I think McCaffrey played three games and still ended up with like 400 yards and like six touchdowns. Like that. Either way. Dude barely played, was a beast. He, he didn't did. play well against the Bucs, I can tell you that. He did not play. Okay, one game he did not play well against against Tampa Bay, one of the best defenses right in, in football. We'll see how my Dallas Cowboys do on Thursday. Uh, more, more on that at the end of the show, right, Ted? More on that at the end of the show, a little bit of a wager between us. But, yeah, McCaffrey, uh, Barkley. I think Joe Burrow could throw his name, throw his hat in the ring. Obviously, big injury last year. It's going to be his sophomore year. I expect them to have a decent offense, them to score some points. I think Joe could throw, you know, throw his name in there. Jameis Winston, I, I, I kind of saw had decent odds as well. Obviously didn't play last year, sat on the bench. Year before that went 30 and 30, obviously, right? So 33 and 30 people. Okay, 33 and 30. Either way, either way, 30 plus and 30 interceptions, right? So either way, uh, there's there's a lot to come back. <laughs> a lot for Jameis to come back and do, right? So And he led the league in passing. No, it makes sense. And it makes sense for him, you know, that definitely, right? And for him not to be playing at all last year, really. Definitely should be in the running for that. We'll see if Dak can stay healthy, but I agree. If he can stay healthy and play the majority of the year, I think Dak should be taking home that. I also think Dak, not to get ahead of ourselves, could be in the run for the MVP conversation as long as Dallas wins enough games. We'll talk about that here in just a moment. Coach of the year, Tanner. Who's going to be the coach of the year? So I'm going with a guy that's been one of the best coaches at the NFL his whole career. I'm going John Harbaugh. I know Casey's not high on this pick. He thinks the Ravens are trash. I think the Ravens. I think they're going to win ten games this year. I did not say they're going to be trash. I'm not a Ravens. I'm I'm not a Ravens hater. I'm not a Ravens hater like Casey. Half step, half half a step back. And that's it. If if they do well again, I think people think this Ravens team might take a step back. I think that's a pretty popular opinion by a lot of people. If he can prove people wrong. Lamar Jackson takes the next step at quarterback, throwing the ball. He'll look like an even better coach. I think they could end up with the best record in the AFC. If that happens, I'm going with John Harbaugh. Okay, John, I'm probably going to go. It's This is a toss-up for me. Obviously, the guy uh, for the Chargers, I'm blanking on his name at this point. Brandon Staley. Staley, thank you. He he has the best odds right now, I guess, because the Chargers are kind of expected to, to, to take that next step as a team next year. So we'll see. It kind of it kind of makes sense as to as to why he's that favorite. So he's a solid pick. But I feel like if if Tampa wins enough games, which I think they're I think they're going to win at least thirteen games. I, I think I put them at thirteen wins. I think Bruce Arians should be getting some credit. I know he's has you know, arguably the best roster, but it, you know, it's been him putting you know, putting those pieces together. I think Bruce Arians could be taking home that coach of the year award. Yeah, and I think if the Patriots are better, oh Bill, I think, right? I, I, yeah. I think Bill Belichick could win it. Because I think a lot of people are sleeping games, on the same games. They, he could definitely take 10, 10 games even. If, if Mac Jones ends up being good, people are going to be like, Bill knew what he was doing again. You're right. And you're, you're right, man. 
So yeah, Bill could definitely throw. I wouldn't his be hat surprised if sure. I wouldn't be surprised if that's a narrative that gets thrown around. Oh, it's gonna be. You know, if if Mac halfway through the year has a winning record, they're you know they're playing well. That's gonna be something everyone's talking about. Belichick, you know, Belichick is back, right? Just as Brady got his group, Belichick maybe has his. Uh, what about defensive? Let's go defensive and offensive player of the year. Let's start on defense this time. We start on offense for the rookies. Let's go defense. Uh, it's tough for me. There's a lot of solid guys out there you could choose. Obviously, Aaron Donald won it last year. Uh, Miles Garrett comes to mind. Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa, if healthy, I think they could be in the running for it. Uh, Devin White, you know, your man. You're wearing the jersey. Devin yeah. White could be taken on if, if he gets the proper recognition. I think I'm going, though, with a guy who seems to be getting even more recognition, even more praise and praise. And he was on the the players, at least, voted him as a top 10 NFL player on, on that top 100 list. He, he was a top 10 player. I think T.J. Watt might take it off, honestly. That's, yeah, that's an interesting pick. I'm going to go. The, he led the league in sacks last year as well, 15. He, he did, yeah. He did yeah. not take home the awards. I think yeah. – We'll see. Did you want as good? Uh, I mean, Shaq Barry didn't take it home either whenever he led the league in sacks. It doesn't always get you. And they're so salty about that. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to go with the guy that's in his division. I'm going to go Miles Garrett. I think Miles Garrett's going to lead the league in sacks. I think Miles Garrett is the best defensive end in football, the best edge rusher in football, maybe one of the best defensive players in football. Yeah. Uh, I think he's the best player on the Browns, and I think the Browns are going to be super good, and I think he's going to get a ton of recognition, and I think he's going to win rookie – I mean, defensive player of the year. Miles Garrett, solid. And, and well, they just signed Clowney. Mm-hmm. And so that's another person – obviously, I think he had like zero sacks last year, so take that as you will. But that's another person, you know, keeping your eyes from Garrett, which could, you know, be, be a benefit to him in the long run, right? So I think that's a decent pick as well. Obviously, one of the best defenders on all football – Offense, okay, this is, you know, it's, it's leading to be an, an offensive league, even though you, you could say Tampa's defense was one of the biggest reasons, you know, they won the Super Bowl last year, obviously. But offense, offensive player of the year, also really tough. Who comes to mind here? So this is a weird award because sometimes this is the same guy that wins MVP. Yeah, right. Sometimes, sometimes this is the second-best quarterback that doesn't win MVP, and sometimes it's the best player that's not a quarterback it's tough, that wins dude. it. Like, what's so, the guideline here, you know? Yeah, So, and I just feel like every year they kind of change kind of how they're voting for this award. Right. But the guy that comes to me, my mind, when I think of offense, is Lamar Jackson. He can throw the ball. He can right. run the ball. I think he kind of does it all. I bet you could throw the ball to him, and I bet he'd be really good at it. He's just <laughs> yeah. he's just he's just a good offensive football player, offensive player of the year. I'm going Lamar Jackson. Hey, I I'm right. I I hope he does. But I think we both have him in, in our fantasy leagues. So we're both going to be big Lamar Jackson supporters this year. So that would be awesome. That would be amazing. Uh, and I, I do think, as you said, he probably will have an increased role in the offense with that whole running back situation being a mess. I just brought in uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell. Right, so who knows who's going to be who, who's going to be handing the ball off to ultimately? He's going to be taking a lot of those snaps himself, it, it seems, and yeah, definitely could be in the ring for that. You know, Derrick Henry took it home last year. Dalvin Cook kind of uh, kind of uh, comes to mind. Just how great, how great he is offensively. McCaffrey, uh, Devontae Adams. I think he's going to be a big part. Obviously, the focal point of Green Bay's offense. I think I'm going to go with McCaffrey, though. You know, I'm not going to select him for comeback player of the year, but I think you know, we saw it when he played last year. Dude is almost, un, you know, un, untouchable, and I think he comes back. Yeah, except and, when he plays the Bucks. Except Tanner has to throw that in, except that one game he played very no. well. 
both? Nah. But is, is, let's, is it... let's let's look at his career. All right, all right. He's hey, been... hey. We'll look at his career. Unless he's you have pretty, more stats. He's pretty historically like not good against the Bucks. Okay, I know. Right. People because people on Bucks Twitter always like troll Falcons. I mean troll Panthers fans. Yeah, that's honestly true too, right? <laughs> I, I I understand that. But I, I still think he takes on the award. Dude's a beast when he plays. If he can stay healthy and play the majority of the games, I think he's gonna have a great stat line and take home the award. Ultimately. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, I think McCaffrey is a great choice. I think McCaffrey is either the first or second best running back in football, and he's yeah. the center and he's the center point of that offense. So if he Gotta stays be. healthy, I think you'd be hard pressed to find a hard pressed to find a better offensive weapon than Christian McCaffrey. He's gonna put up some numbers. That that's honestly the biggest thing, right? And that's what it comes down to. He's not gonna win the MVP. His team's not gonna be that good, and he's not gonna be you know that that impactful, right? But he's gonna put up the numbers. I think necessary to take home the hardware. What about the big one, Tanner? NFL MVP. You just brought it up. You know, usually it's like the best offensive player or, or the best quarterback, or it's honestly kind of kind of blurry usually the best quarterback that year takes home the mvp award almost always 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 right so it seems to be i can't remember the last time someone else won the mvp and not did, uh adrian peterson win it? he was he was the first guy that come to my mind too but there's not been yeah he did win so would he be the the latest one i guess because no one else comes to mind as far as yeah and i think ladine position player for that so, so it's been a long Peterson, time. Probably Adrian Peterson, right? So it's been a while, and more than likely, the trend is going to continue. Though the great quarterbacks that we have playing at this point in time, a lot of great options. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers uh, won it last year. He is the second best odds this year uh, behind Mahomes. You got Josh Allen, you know Tom Brady. I think I think Dak. I think Dak. As long as Dallas wins enough games, I think Dak is going to have the numbers necessary to win the award. Let's see if Dallas, you know, can get in that win column though. It's tough, man. It's tough. Who who do you, who do you have at this point in time for MVP? I mean, I'm wearing the jersey. Uh, I gotta, knew it. I knew it. Okay. There's a there's a reason I chose this one. It's got to be Tom Brady. The guy's going to be 44 years old playing this season That's in amazing. his 23rd NFL year. He's younger than some of the guys. I mean, his NFL career is older than some of the guys that he's throwing the ball. That he's to. playing with right, and he's yeah. still dominate. He's still He's no still signs I, of slowing down. Yeah, I yeah. think he's gonna have over five thousand yards. I think he's gonna throw a ton of touchdowns. The Bucks have weapons 50 everywhere. Fifty touchdowns? You're saying fifty? I mean, I'm not saying fifty. Uh, I, did, I, did, I thought I'd never get that out of you. Keep going. So, uh, so I, I think Tom Brady's gonna have a career year, and if he does that, I think there's no way they don't give him MVP. He should, right? I, I, hey, people are gonna be watching him. Okay, people are gonna gonna be watching. The only reason he wouldn't take it home is the same reason I think the guy I picked wouldn't be taking it home, and that's because of voter fatigue. Just kind of saying, hey, we voted for this guy so much in the past, or hey, this guy just won the award. Hard to say, you know, they're going to give it to him right again. Uh, same thing, big reason I'm not going with Aaron Rodgers again this year. Also, I think there might be issues in that Green Bay locker room. Uh, but when it comes down to it, I don't think there's much in his way to win his second MVP award. I'm picking Patrick Mahomes, you know, you know, after not finishing the year, you know, obviously to their liking, getting their butts absolutely handed to them by year 31 to nine, 
Well, you're Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There's a score. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I, I think he's going to come off with something to prove once more, no longer saying, oh, they're the best team and they're just going to coast, you know, to the Super Bowl. I think they have something to prove this year. And Mahomes himself has to go out there and ball and put it, you know, and show everyone, hey, we have, we're not going anywhere and we are still the team to beat in the AFC. And he, I think he, they want to argue they're still the team to beat in the NFL. So I think he comes out with a chip on his shoulder. I think Patrick Mahomes, barring any voter fatigue, takes home his second MVP. Yeah, I think that's very likely. I think Patrick Mahomes would probably be my second choice for MVP. I think the Chiefs are going to be dominant, and I think people are going to be like, oh, Patrick Mahomes is doing it again. And they're going to have this, like, revenge story after they got their butts handed to them. And they're going to try to embarrass teams, I think. So... Yeah, I think I think, that's Pat, I think Patrick I think Patrick Mahomes makes a ton of sense. So let's go through it. Okay, let's go through the awards once more. So MVP, I'm going Patrick Mahomes. You're going I'm Tom, going Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Uh offensive player, I'm going McCaffrey. And I went Lamar Jackson. Defensive, I'm going TJ Watt. I went Miles Garrett. Uh comeback player. No, coach of the year. I went Bruce Arians. And I went John Harbaugh. Uh comeback player. We both went Dak. Yep. Defensive player, I went Micah. You went, you I went, forgot his name again. You <laughs> told me you wouldn't forget his name. It's I know. Trayvon Morig. I, I remember Trayvon, but I didn't, didn't just want to say Trayvon. So Mo Rig. Mo Rig, I'm writing it down. Okay. It is I'm, spelt. I'm writing it I'm, down. I'm not 100% sure is it, I pronounced it, it right. Mo Rig. It's M O E H R I G. Okay. That's a little better than that. Okay. Mo Rig, it's written down. <laughs> Trayvon. Not gonna forget it again. Trayvon I Moore. could be, I could be pronouncing that wrong, I guess, but that's how I would pronounce that last name. And then we both got Najee Harris taking home the offensive rookie of the year award, obviously, right? So there we go. Those are our. That's the start, at least, of our NFL season preview. Let's move on, Tanner, and do our picks of the week. Okay, new thing coming here, dude. Talking sports, great idea by Tanner. Kind of looking at week one from a betting standpoint. Okay, so looking at week one, uh, where, where do you want to start off at, Tanner? Yeah, I think so. To explain a little farther, every week we're gonna pick our team that is favored for the week that we think is the biggest lock to cover the spread against a team that they're favored to win against. So a team kind of think is going to blow out the other team, mm-hmm. something like that. And then underdog, we're going to pick a team that's actually favored to lose to at least cover the spread, if not win outright. Right. And then over, there's a point line that's set for every game. We're going to bet if the total amount of points of both teams go over or under mm-hmm. that line we have picking one game for an, a lock for an over one game for a lock for an under and then at the end we're just going to talk about game of the week there is no betting aspect to that just our so, yeah. favorite game to watch right one game yeah. we're looking out for pretty yeah. much right and we're going to track our picks through the year kind of see our records compare them and we might have uh some sort of challenge or something at the end yeah make sure you stick around season, the, uh, yeah. of the season to no, see yeah. who has yeah. the best record that's great, man. We'll have to come up with yet another wager on that one. Stick around for the end of the show to hear our wager on Thursday night's game. That'll be at the end of the episode here. Uh, but, Tanner, let's start off. Okay, let me, let me go through. This. Let's start off with the over, okay? Okay. The, the team I think like, that makes sense. You know? Yeah, exactly. Let's see the team you like for the over. So, who do you think, in your eyes, is a lock or the best choice through the spread of the games for the over this week, as far as, far, as, far as total points score? Okay, so mine – my strategy for this was I kind of went through the games and to kind of see what lines were super low. 
Mm-hmm. One of the team, one of the lines I saw that was low was the Dolphins versus the Patriots. Forty three yeah. and a half points for a NFL game is pretty low. Anything below like forty six is like real low. No, yeah, and and I think the Dolphins team. I think the offense is going to be improved, and I think the Patriots' offense is going to be improved from last year. And I think the Dolphins' defense, it, while it's good, it's not perfect. Same thing with the Patriots. I think team points are going to get put up in this game, and I think I think it's going to go over that. So I'm saying Dolphins-Patriots for my pick for the over. And what was the line at for that game again? 43 and a half. So 43, right? I think, I think the total points will be at 43, and you're taking the over. I think it's a that- good idea, right? I think it's a pretty solid. Or you're, you know, you, you like the over, obviously, right? So I think that's a good idea. Two NFL teams not even scoring. So 43, barely scoring over 20 points, right? So you could definitely yeah. see them putting up more than that. Yeah, it's the old Alabama quarterback game. But I, at the same time, I think that line could make sense. You have two defensive minded head coaches, you know, two younger quarterbacks who who knows how many points are going to put up. I see both sides, but again, 43. That's, that's that's definitely pretty low. I could definitely see them going over that. As far as over for me, this number was a little high. It was at 52. Okay, but I, but the reason I'm, I'm taking – I like this over is because the, the amount the amount of offense that, that, that both of these teams have. I'm looking at Dallas. I'm looking at Tampa Bay, two of the best offenses in football. And right now they have them barely scoring 25 points each, right? So I think it comes – I think it's around a 30-30 – 35 to 30 game at least on, on Thursday night. So I think that's that's well over uh, 52 points. So I'm going to take the over. I like the over uh, for Tampa and Dallas at 52. That is actually one of my favorite unders for the week. You like the is, I don't know, is, man. I think some points Dallas, are going to get Dallas scored. Tampa, just because I don't know. I think the Tampa defense is too good to let them score a bunch of points. I think they get 25 points at least. At least Dallas does. At least, and I think I think Tampa puts up at least 25 too. 30 even, right? So I, I, that's, I, I'm taking – I like the over for Dallas, Tampa Bay. What about an under? What are you looking at for under? So I kind of did the opposite of this. I went and found a line that I thought was pretty high and then try to find teams that also have good defenses, kind of mm-hmm. balance that out. I thought Bill Steelers made a lot of sense for this. The line is at 48-and-a-half, not astronomically high, but on the higher side. The Steelers and the Bills both have pretty good defenses. Steelers have a really good defense. Mm -hmm. Sometimes offenses take a while to get going. Uh, The Steelers don't really have that great of an offense. I don't know. I mean, they can make it pretty good. I think. I mean, I mean, I mean, they could score points, but like, I I mean, not not they can't score points like the Bills can. They're they're quarterback weapons. They got weapons. Sort of the, so, I mean, sort of the Bills, but yeah, that's what I mean. But, but, but I trust these defenses just as much no. as I trust the offenses in this game. So I don't. Love I'm, take, I'm taking defense though. I'm taking Bill Steelers as an under. I mean, okay, yeah, as okay, under. okay. I'm I'm gonna take in, even though this isn't the highest. It's at 45. Um, I like the Jags Texans under. Honestly, I don't think two. You know, two. I, I have question marks on both teams' offenses. Both teams team roster in general i don't know how many points trevor lawrence and urban Meyer are going to put up in their nfl debuts i'm not sure how many points tyrod taylor is going to uh, going to score on that offense living in the city once more there you go yep. either way i love it i can't wait to live in the city myself either way though 45 points i i don't think they 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 get to or eclipse that number in jacksonville uh, or sorry for jacksonville and the texans i'm sorry yeah both those teams are uh Bad. Without, without, <laughs> yeah, trash. Uh, the, they might, they, they might be competing for 
a top draft. I think pick, it might so. be like a 14, 14. I, don't know, I think it might be a lower scoring game. But it could be. A, I kind of think it, it might be, be a shootout. I kind of think it might be a shootout. It could be at the same time, but I just don't know if they're going to be able to put together, be able to put together the drives necessary to put up all those points. That's that's, that's my biggest thing on back. So I'm going to take the. But at least at least they're not playing any good defenses. Mm-hmm. Facts. Facts. So they're not going <laughs> to. Both exactly. offenses are bad. Both defenses are bad. It's very games neutral. like that are weird. Games like that are weird. You know, so you're right. Anything can happen, but I'm going to take the under uh, on the two worst teams, two of the worst teams in football, if you guys. So that's our over. That's our under. You want to do favorite or uh, or underdog next? Let's go favorite first. Okay. All right. So favorite, I like the Panthers against the Jets. Okay. The game, the game, I believe. Let me check just to make sure, but I believe the game is in Carolina. I believe uh, so. Yeah, so it's so. in it's in Carolina. It's a revenge game for Sam Darnold. It revenge is. game for Robbie Anderson. Both these oh, guys yeah, want to. Both these guys want to go in probably embarrass the Jets. The Jets are capable, plenty capable of being embarrassed. This defense is bad. This offense is worse. Panthers uh, have a solid defense. Like, yeah, building yeah, that up, right? So, yeah, pa- Panthers have been – they have a ton of young, athletic guys on their defense. I think the Jets are really going to struggle to score in this game. And I think the Panthers can put up points, too, on offense. I think they're talented. Yeah, and, yeah. Christian, and if Christian McCaffrey's playing, yeah, I, love yeah, the, I, 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 I love the Panthers to blow out the Jets. So, what was week. the line at? It's uh, – oh, it just went down. Carolina oh, to minus five. Okay, Carolina at minus five. That's your favorite. Okay, yeah. that's fair. My favorite has got to be San Fran at minus seven and a half. I think that's just like the easiest bet or the, the easiest one on pretty against much. Against Detroit? Okay, sorry, against Detroit. I'm sorry, I should say that. Yeah, against the Lions, who I have no idea what this Lions team is going to look like this year. I really, I, I, I think bad. I think bad. Jared Goff? Yeah, Jared Goff. I don't think he's terrible. I think he can play. You know, I'm, I'm not the biggest Jared Goff guy. Obviously, Dak went in that same draft class. I've always been like, oh, you know, more more of a Dak guy over him and Wentz, obviously, right? But I don't, th- I don't really know. And I, I when, when I don't know, I'm ten- I'm tending to lean on the bad side of things. You know what I'm saying? So I think they get blown out, and San Fran comes back. Everyone's gonna be healthy for Week One. It seems like I think they come out and and show us why they are one of the better rosters in football. Yeah, I mean, I I don't hate that. I just like hate betting over a touchdown against I th- any I, I, I against say, against any NFL team. Right. Like there's, I, I there's still NFL that. players. I just right. and, and week one, what Jags won right week one last, yeah. week, last year, right? So, so Jags, and, and week one is weird. Who knows? So. Who knows? But I, I'm gonna just take San Fran. That's a big. <laughs> that's a bad team. That was one of the bigger miss. And they beat a playoff team. They beat they beat the Colts. In week I, one, the I, Jags beat the Colts in week one last that's, year. That is crazy. That is, and anything can happen. So like, we could be wrong here, but I'm gonna take a swing, uh, a little bit of a, a little bit of a. You could say a big one. You could say a little bit of a safe one at the same time. Walking that fine line, I like San Fran seven and a half over Detroit. Yeah, I, I definitely don't hate that. The Lions stink. Lions suck. That that's the biggest kind of the biggest thing going into it. San Fran really good. Lions stink. They should beat him by over a touchdown. Um, what about your underdog? Underdog right now. I love this. I love this team on the money line. Like outright, I think the Bengals are gonna beat the Vikings at home. Three point underdogs against a Vikings team that I don't think is special. No, I think this. I, I think I think this Bengals team is just as good as this Vikings team, and they're at home. I'm taking. 
I'm taking the Bengals in this game for sure. Hey, Joe Burrow might want to come out and show everyone, hey, this leg, this way towards ACL, right? Yeah. Like, hey, this ACL's feeling nice, you know, nice and dandy. I'm gonna go out there and throw for for 300 plus yards and beat Kurt Cousins, who honestly it feels like Minnesota is just trying to find a way to get out of that situation. Moving forward, I'm not sure how long he's going to be, you know, under under center in Minnesota. We'll see if he can go all 17 games this year. I think they picked a quarterback in the second round uh, this past draft. Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond, right? Yeah, so I, I like that pick, and we'll see how long until they make a change. But I think I'm going to go uh, Cleveland or six-point underdogs at KC. I, I think we both agree that Cleveland is one of the better teams, a top five at the very least. They're a, they're a top five roster in the NFL, as are the Chiefs. Chiefs are a top two, three roster in football, right? So I think they're they're right there with each other. And for them, you just brought it up against Detroit, against any team, you know, by almost a touchdown or, or a touchdown themselves. I think I think Cleveland's a lot better and a lot closer uh, to Kansas City than what this line is kind of giving them credit for right now. Yeah, I mean – I think the Chiefs are going to win. I don't know if the Chiefs are going to win by six. I, I think the Chiefs are going to win as well, but I don't think they're going to win by that much. Yeah, I, I, when it comes down because to. yeah, because we'll get to it. This is actually my choice for game of the week. So right, right, right. I mean, right. I, I, I think this game is going to be close the whole way, back and forth. Whoever gets the ball last wins. Yeah, yeah, it really could come down to that, right? Both teams are very capable offensively and defensively, and Baker is just getting better and better. And honestly, comes down for me the season of the Browns, and dude, it comes down to the arm of Baker Mayfield, and if he can take a step up or at least stay consistent at, at where he was to, to finish last uh, last season. Right? So that's what I'm watching. That's going to be the ceiling, the 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 big determiner on that roster on that football team, and. I'm excited for the game, though. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fantastic match. I see that being the, the one of the games of the week too. My game of the week, I think I gotta go with the two jerseys we're wearing right now, though. NFL kickoff, got a flex. I'm, I'm wearing the '88. This is not a CD. This is a Des Bryant jersey right here, man. Des caught it first off, too. Des caught it, everyone. Either way, either way, uh, I think Tampa, Dallas, Thursday night football, game of the week, game of the week. Football's yeah, I think back too. You know, football. Yeah. With that, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean that is part of it—the fact that it's the first game of the season. Although all the eyes will be on Dallas and Tampa, yeah. so to the top offenses, yeah, yeah, it's, Tampa it's, Super Bowl champs. This, this is—I'm so excited, man! I'm so excited. But I think the Chiefs Browns could very well be the AFC championship. That is a closer so. as, as far as like total talent on rosters. They match up a lot better. Than Dallas and Tampa, not not you know without a doubt, those are two much closer teams. We were talking about you know end goals and overall roster uh, completion is right. So, yeah, that could definitely be a much better game. But I'm taking Dallas to upset obviously Tampa, and that's going to be quite quite the game of the week I, in, in in my eyes, you know at the very least, right? So I'm excited to get to our wager details at the end of the episode. Hey, but I say we take a short break, okay? We take a short break. When we come back, we can discuss. Crazy to say this, discuss our final division. In football, man. After this, we'll discuss every single NFL team. I feel like that flew by, you know? Yeah, it doesn't seem like that long. Like, we've done every single division. Either way, let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll come back with the NFC West, our predictions there. Casey and Tanner, keep it locked on. We'll be right back.
All right, and welcome back. As we said in the first half, let's move on and wrap up. Crazy to say this. Let's wrap up our NFL divisions over under segment. And now, obviously, our final segment in football, the NFC West, which Tanner said earlier, I think we both agree, probably the best division in football right now, the most competitive, at least right now, I would say, right? Yeah, at least top to bottom. I don't think there's a bad yeah, top team. To bottom, the, exactly. I, I I don't think there's a bad team in this division where every other division has at least one kind of somewhat stinker, bottom, somewhat least, bottom right? feeder. Yeah. yeah. So Obviously you're talking yeah. about the NFCs. <laughs> well, they got four. There's so. a few of them, <laughs> exactly right. So yeah, NFC West though, a lot of good teams have stood to talk about. So they're the Cardinals, the Rams, the Niners, and the Seahawks. Let's start in Arizona. Okay, so Arizona went eight and eight last year. The line is set for me. I put I find the line at eight, eight and a half, eight, eight and a half is basically where I, where what I was finding basically. Yeah, right? yeah, so, I have it at eight, but either way, I'm taking the over. Right. So, so, so they, they've definitely you know made some made some additions to the roster from last year to this year. Right. Obviously, the big ones, JJ Watt. You know, obviously the biggest impactful. You, you would hope he's going to come in and have a big impact. Obviously, so him, uh, AJ Green. Uh, I think they signed Malcolm Butler too, didn't they as well? So they, yeah, like they brought it, in a decent amount, you know, in comparison and, to last year. And they drafted a linebacker in the first round that I think is going to help improve this defense. And they brought in other pieces on defense. I I think the Cardinals are going to be good. I'm at eleven and six, so I'm not as high on them as you are, honestly. I, even though Kyler keeps getting better, I have a couple of question marks as far as the coaching staff. Do they make the right decisions when it comes down to? Are they calling the right plays? So we'll see. I think I think uh, what's his name, uh, Kingsbury, I believe is the coach out there in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So I think he is going to be on the hot seat a bit a bit this year. So for his sake, he's going to need 10, 11 wins for sure. At least at least a winning year, or so at least a winning season. I'm going to take the over as well. Okay, eight wins. I they what they won eight wins last at eight wins last year, and I think they are going to be a better team. You know, they are they are going to be better. Yeah, at least with the extra game this year, I also, think it gives them game. fair enough. Fair enough. So, I think the main question it. on the Cardinals is: Is Larry Fitzgerald going to be there? I, 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 what I'm hearing, he's not. From what I'm hearing, he is like not. Or at least he hasn't really been practicing. Is kind of what I've been is what I've been hearing. He hasn't really so been is it just up for practicing. It's just like the end of an era. We're I don't just know. Like, I don't know if he's just not practicing. He's just gonna show up and ball out, or try and ball out, or just try and participate. You know, it's, it's kind of it's kind of what you But it's just like the least talked about story. I don't think he's gonna be playing. I think I I read something about a week ago. About a week ago, and it literally said he hey, hasn't been practicing, and that. Training camp, he's too old for that, is basically what I read. He's too old for that and isn't going to be doing uh, the training camp or going through. So, I don't yeah, it know. Says, it says 10 hours ago he's content with not playing. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, so he, he said he's tired. And honestly, I don't even know if he's come you know, to a decision ultimately at this point in time. So, maybe it's, it sounds through, like he kind of has, but just hasn't submitted anything like that. Yeah, official. okay. Maybe no official decision, I should say. Right. So, nothing, nothing's official. Probably not going to be on that, you know, as far as the starting group goes. Probably not going to be on, in that lineup. First uh, out, Hall of Famer. 100%. 100%. You know, top uh, five receiver of all time. Senate ta- talent. Exactly. Yeah. N- n- hard, hard to talk about anyone. You know, in, in the likes of Fitzgerald for sure. But as far as the as far as Arizona goes, you know, obviously in division games, tough. I think every in division game for them, I'm not sure if they're going to be the favorite in most. I think them in Seattle probably going to split split their difference. Um, we'll see how, if San Fran can stay healthy, even though I like their roster a little bit better as well. And obviously the Rams, we'll talk about them here in a moment. But they just gotten you know seemingly better and better, and they seemingly got the one piece they've been waiting for. We'll, we'll yeah, there's there. 
Yeah, there's um, no cupcakes in this division. Exactly. It's so tough. And I think every single game in division, obviously, is going to be tough for them. I don't think they're going to be favored in, in most in-division games. And they also play the Browns, the Packers, the Titans, and my Cowboys, who I think is going to is going to at least you know make it a game with them to see the very least. Right? So I think they are going to have a decently tough schedule. Uh, but Kyler keeps improving. He added to their team. I think they got a little bit better in the offseason. Eight wins with the extra game. Seems a little low. I'm going to take the over, whether they win nine or 10. I'm not, I'm not at 11. I think 10 is kind of the highest I'd be able, I would be willing to give this roster, but uh, either way, I'm going to take the over for Arizona as well. Yeah. I, I, I think that's a, that's a, definitely the move there. I think yeah. eight, I, I don't think eight is anywhere close that's to too, uh, with an extra game. They won that last year. They're going to be a little bit better this year as well, I think so. Yeah, so they, they, I'm like they pretty confident over. in saying over eight, I feel like. So to move on to, we want to talk about Seattle next. Yeah, let's go Seattle first. Let's go All Seahawks. Right. What, they uh, what went 12 and four last year. So 12 and four. The line is set at 10. You have 10 All as right. well? I have it at 10 and a half. Okay, but... I, I had it at 10. Okay, well, we could say we could say 10. Okay. Where are you at on them? How are you feeling? I, with Seattle? I'm go, I'm going over. I think Seattle's going to be good again. I have them at twelve and five. Okay. I think Russell Wilson is one of the best quarterbacks in football. I think DK Metcalf takes. I think DK Metcalf takes the next step. I like the running game with Chris Carson. Tyler Lockett's underrated. The defense okay. has some playmakers on it. Uh, I kind of hated on Jamal Adams a few weeks ago, but Jamal Adams is a good player playing on really the defense. Good, really good. Is so, he a linebacker? The, what, what is he? I mean, he's <laughs> a linebacker, but yeah, I agree, I agree. he's – so he's good. Like, they have real playmakers on the defense. They extended their offensive lineman that Russell Wilson wanted extended his mm-hmm. – or, or, or they, they they appeased him in a way he's going to be playing at least, right? He's, he's going to be playing now. So another thing going in their favor as well. Yeah, so I think the Seattle team's good. I think they're well coached. I think Pete Carroll's a really good coach. I have them at 12 and 5. I'm taking the over on Seattle. Okay, so 10. The line is set at 10. They won 12 games last year. We saw this team, or at least Russell Wilson, somewhat hit a wall towards the end of last year. Was nowhere near, you know, the first half of the year, we're calling him the MVP. Second half, it, you know, equates to him still not getting any MVP votes, right? And that's, that's for a reason because how he finished off this season. So I do have. Just a little bit of question marks. Is he is he going to be the same player, you know, week one to week 17 with an extra game on top of that, right? So there are some doubts. But either way, when he's playing top of his game, use a top top five, you know, six quarterback to say the very least, right? So he's right up there with, with, with the best of them. They extended Jamal Adams. Offensive lineman is going to be playing. It's tough, dude. I don't know if I'm going to take the over. I li- I'm not taking the under for sure, but I, I don't know if I have them winning 11. I'll take the over. I'll take the over. And I'll put Seattle at 11 games. Okay, I'm going to put them right at go. 11. I, I'm, not, I'm not going back to 12. 10 might be a little low. That's what I was kind of on the fence about. Do they, do, do they get over 10 wins? I don't think they got that much better in the offseason ultimately. Um, but hopefully some people, like you said, Metcalf, maybe he takes the next step and um, some younger players in the defense. Hopefully they continue to improve. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to take the over. Heck, you, you a little bit of peer pressure there. You kind of <laughs> you, you, you kind of convinced me a little bit in your take. I'll take the over for Seattle instead of staying right at 10, right? So I got Arizona at 9 uh, or to the over on Arizona, over on Seattle. So both we have over so far. What about San Francisco? San Francisco is the team that – 
for you, you have ranked second in the division. I have him ranked fourth in the division. I do. I do. Uh, I, I have him at 11 and six, though, still. That's fourth place in the division. That's fourth for, place. <laughs> yeah. So I think this division is absolutely you can win the loaded. He's at seven and nine last year. I have, year. I have the Cowboys at eight and nine winning the division. Yeah. Uh, that's, but, the, that's low. but the 49ers being 11 and six and that's finishing last. But, that's insane. Yeah, the line's at 10. I think if this team stays healthy, which is a big old if. Big, big. Like, the, like, like, like that's healthy, the question. Nothing's really in their way. You know, yeah, like the, they're, they're they, right there and they're capable of getting there. You know, yeah, they're, that big... they're a very good roster when they're healthy. On both sides but, of the floor. But yeah. sadly, both, sorry, both sides of the field. Well, the field. Uh, but sadly, both sides have that injury issue, have the injury concern, man. It's not just a couple players in the offense. Just it's both sides, man. It really is. That's why it's so scary. For sure, buying into this team, you know. Yeah. So, I just can't believe that a lot of these guys are gonna finish the season just because I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> but if they can catch her, just a little bit of luck, or at least not bad luck like they've yeah, had. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have them at eleven and six, still going over the line at ten. Yeah, I have it at ten as well. This what, team is a year away from they went six and going 10 to Super last Bowl. year. But like you said, before going six and ten, a quarter away from winning the Super Bowl, you could say, right? They they were leading in the fourth, right? So, and if if, if Jimmy hits that one throw, I, I forget who who exactly throwing it to, but there was one throw he completely missed in the fourth quarter, wide open touchdown. So if he hits that throw, maybe we're talking a little bit of something else here. But he, but but either way, six and ten last year because of all those injuries. Line set at ten. I gotta take the over. You know, obviously the injuries, the injury proneness on both ends of the ball brings up some doubts, brings up some concern. And ten and a half, ten ten that that is a high number. You know, like that that's a, that's a, that's a decent yeah. amount. It's like it's a good season. I think they split their in division games. Probably go three and three. Maybe maybe they go four and two. I think they'll beat Arizona as far as that goes, and you know get that get that next spot, or, or probably beat Seattle. I'm sorry, and get and get that next spot behind. Uh, we'll see who gets in there most obviously. But but either way, I I just don't know, man. Are they going to stay healthy? Like I said, they're going to split in division games. They play the Jags though to start the season. Um, they play the Lions and the Eagles. So two very easy games for them to go 2-0 and and start some momentum and hopefully show everyone, hey, we're the same team we were a couple of years ago. So they have, a, they have a nice way to get right back to it. And they also play the Jags, the Vikings, the Bengals, and the Texans. So there's a lot of, you know, decent amount of softballs there for them for sure to get their confidence back. But health, health's the biggest thing. I am going to buy in or, or hope at least as they stay healthy. I'm going to take the over as well. 10, the ceiling on this team is just too good to say they're going to stay at 10 wins or even take the under, right? So I'll, put, I'll take the over, and I'm going to put them right at 11 and 6 as well. I think 11 and 6 is probably the best bet, kind of finding that happy medium of this really, really good team, you know? Yeah, because – if this team doesn't have any injuries, they'll they're going to be a lot better than eleven and six in my yeah, they opinion. They win thirteen games, exactly yeah. something like that. So yeah, so but you want to move on to the team that I think we both have winning the division. Yeah, I kind of spoiled that when I was talking about it, but either way, yes, you know, yes, one of the uh, more I would say one of the more top heavy rosters probably in football, you know. But they're top, man, are they good? You know that, that that's an elite top group that they have in LA. Obviously, they want what what. 10 and six. Yeah. 10 and six last year. And that was with golf in, 
and out of the lineup. Obviously, he had that he had that thumb issue. I think he got, he got hurt throughout the season a couple of times, right? So he was in and out of the lineup as the season. That was part of the reason they moved on from him and you know being in and out so many times. But they still managed to win ten games. Still managed to win ten games. It's hard. Yeah, the I mean, line is set. What line is set at? I'm trying to find where the line is. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. Okay, so hard to say they're not going to be the same, if not better. Yeah, I mean, they did win a for under center, you know, so it's hard. They did win a playoff game without a quarterback essentially throwing the ball. So Jared had his thumb wrapped, you know, five feet. His hand was all wrapped at that point. Couldn't even throw the ball. Exactly. So, so this team is very, very talented. They're, they have good receivers in cup and woods. They have a good offensive line, although a thin offensive line. Yes. They have, what's the name? Whitmore or, uh, Whitworth. Whitworth, Whitworth. I'm sorry. We'll see what they kind of get from him, though. Towards the Mm -hmm. end, obviously, is he going to be the same player? So that is a question mark for sure. Obviously, Cam Akers, two number one back out again this year. I have to go to Sony Michelle. Don't love that, but don't hate it. You know, don't don't hate it either. I mean, I think Sony Michelle is a pretty good running back. He was just kind of in a bad situation. For the scenario they were in, like losing your guys, Sony Michelle, definitely one of the best case scenarios. I'm not going to hate on that, but. Yeah. In comparison to Cam Akers, again, which is a big loss for them, I think. Yeah, and then the defense is just loaded. Oh, they have so Aaron. Good. They have Aaron Donald. They have Jalen Ramsey. Like they did lose some defensive backs, so I think their defense will take a tiny step back from where they were at last year. But I think this offense takes all the steps up from the guy you mentioned, Matthew Stafford, coming in. I think he's a top ten quarterback in the league. They're getting a big upgrade at the quarterback position, the most important position. I think it carries them. I got them at fourteen and three, and the number two overall seed in the NFC. Dang, my man, you got the you're high on those. On those L.A. Rams, no, no hate from them leaving St. Louis whatsoever. Obviously, we're more local. I mean, so. I mean, I, I do hate the Rams, but I think they're no, gonna be very good. Hundred percent. At least, at least I got to saw the cow. At least I got to see the Cowboys though play in St. Louis while they were still here. That's neither here nor there. This is one of the best teams, one of the best rosters, at least you know starter wise, right? Their their top half in football, a top five, sixteen. I think I think we both had them in the, in the top five. When we were ranking our NFL team just just a couple weeks ago, I believe, right? So yeah, it's, they're a top roster, both sides of the ball, and and it's kind of weird to me though that the line is only set at ten and a half, you know, especially with such an upgrade at that quarterback spot. Everyone around the league is saying, "Oh my gosh, Matthew Stafford is is such an upgrade over." You're gonna win MVP, and and you know. Uh, it, they're going to be sensational together. We're seeing all these big quotes come out and stuff. And it's like, well, the line only has them winning, you know, half a game more with, with you know, with Matt over Jerry Goff. This, I think uh, talking about Stafford, guy who doesn't have any playoff wins, correct? Never has won a playoff game and yep. has only won 12. I don't think he, I don't think he's ever won 12 games in his career. Has never uh, eclipsed, I believe, the 11, 11 winning, uh, winning 11 games. And that, you can. But he's never had a team like this around him. You could say that as well, but there's there's definitely a little bit of, you know, you see Vegas only giving him a half point or a half a game more looking at his prior stuff. I think he's going to – no no doubt he's going to be an upgrade over Jared Goff. I don't think they get to 14, but I am going to take the over at 10.5. I, I think they at least get to 12 games. I think 12 games, 12 to 13, I'm feeling safer at 12. I think that wins them the division, and that gets them – I believe the second or third spot in the NFC, I believe. So I think they're going to be really good and not as good as you believe, but 12 wins definitely taking the over. And I think we took the over 
on every team? We did just like I at least I did last week. I think you did as well, right? Did I take the over on the Ravens or did I take the under? Oh, I think you did take the over on the Ravens. You know, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I think under. it did take the under. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think I think because it was I think it was set at like eleven or something. I think I put yeah. it at ten. I put them at ten. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But hey, we agree this week. All teams are going in. That leads us though. Okay, since we've done every single division. And and every single team we've done their stand, you know how we think they're going to finish the year. That means we pretty much have our rough draft of who's going to be making the playoffs in both the NFC and the AFC, right? Yeah. So I went through and I picked every single game for the year who I thought would win as of just like a preseason pick. Tanner's a round of applause. Just like so, it did. It did take a little bit of time. That's what all my (laughs) uh, division rankings were based on. I went through and picked all the games for that division for the season. So did his due it, diligence, obviously, right? Yeah. So I mean, I have like my full standings on the way I picked the games and how they would fall. Mm-hmm. So, but do you want to start, go start in the uh, NFC? Sure. Okay. So you want to go right. one through seven? Mm-hmm. Okay. So one through seven. Who are your playoff teams? Go. All right. So I have the Bucks. Who at do you one. have? One. Yeah, I have Bucks yeah. at one as well. All right. Then at two, I have the Rams. Me too. Rams at two. All right. I have the Packers at three. Yeah, me too. I have the Cowboys at four. They're going to win because, the division. Yep, and they're trashed. But uh, <laughs> they're gonna win the division, though, and you win on Thursday night football, man. Either way, either way. Keep going. And then go. the Seahawks at five. Uh, let's see. At five, I have the 49ers at five. Okay. And then at six, I have the Cardinals. At six, I have Seattle. Okay. And then at seven, I have the 49ers. Seven, I have Arizona. That was so tough, the, though. That was so, so have, tough. You know? So we have the same seven teams. We have the same seven just, teams. Yes. We were and the same and the same top four seeds, and then the other three are same top all four, jumbled. The same three teams, but just different order. Exactly that for the bottom three. But it was tough. Looking at that bottom, you know, I, I only have Arizona winning nine, maybe ten. But looking at all the other teams that would take their spot, it's like, well, they're not going to be better. Well, they're not. You know what I mean? It's so hard. So I, I guess Arizona makes that was that was like the toughest thing for me. You know, who else would take that eighth, that, that seventh spot? I mean, you know, for Arizona. So I, guess, I mean, I guess I you could say it. the Panthers. You could say the Bears. Yeah, you, could say the, you, could say, you could say the Saints. I, I don't know. I don't know what the heck the Saints are going to look like this year. I have no freaking clue what it's going to look like with Jameis Winston as your as your starter with that offense, obviously no no deep threat with, with no Michael Thomas. I don't know, and and they're. I just, wouldn't say Michael Thomas is a deep threat. Michael Thompson, Michael Thomas runs slant routes every route. I think he's probably their best deep route receiver. Though, who else do they have as far as that doesn't goes? he run a slant route like over eighty five percent of his routes? I feel like I mean definitely definitely he's definitely a versatile receiver, but I I definitely feel like he's their best. Deep threat, at least. Who else? Who else? Maybe one other. I mean, deep Marquez, Marquez Callaway is their deep threat right now. I don't know. Uh, either way, they're missing their best receiver that you can't even. Yeah, for sure. The best receiver. And and I don't think I, I just have no idea what it's going to look like post Drew Brees. I think it's they're bound for at least one down year after, you know, all the greatness that they've been able to achieve. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, I think we, yeah, we have the same seven teams, though. So Bucks, Rams, Packers, Cowboys. And I have I have 49ers. Who's who's your five spot again? Seattle? Yeah. You Seattle at five? Okay. So the, I I went Niners, Seattle, Arizona for that for those last three. You went Seattle, Arizona, Niners? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't hate it. 
uh, you're a little higher on Arizona than I am, obviously, but I think they're going to improve. And Kyler Murray, he just keeps getting better and better, honestly, right? And Yeah, I mean, every year he's proven to take the next step as a passer, and I think he'll do that again this year. He's a very capable offense, and the defense keeps improving, right? So who's to say? You know, who's to say? I think they're going to make the playoffs for sure. What about the AFC? Where are you, or, Yeah, where are you there? So moving on to the AFC, I have the Kansas City Chiefs at number one. I think they're the second best roster in football. I think they're yeah. the best record. I mean, I think they're the best roster in the AFC. Me too. I think Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the NFL. Hard to not pick them as the number one seed. Yep, no doubt. I think he's going to come out with a chip on his shoulder. They're the best team in the AFC. They get that number one spot, yeah. So then at number two, I have the Ravens. Yes, that's where we disagree. You know, because I think mm-hmm. I took the under, you took the over. So you have the Ravens at two. I have the Browns at two. That's okay. crazy for me. But then I am, you know, I am just not the ba- I am not the biggest Baker Mayfield fan whatsoever. But again, that's just kind of telling you how good this roster is and how I hope he can be better than a game manager, take that next step and really bring them to you know top top two team AFC. So I have Browns, you got Ravens. That's the big that's the first first difference there. And then at three, I got the uh, new home city, Buffalo Bills. Buffalo, me too. We, we got to get you some ketchup and mustard. Just, you know, <laughs> that's been the wager, dude. Get a, get a table, get a table to jump through. Or something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. So Buffalo at three, I have Buffalo at three as well. I think Buffalo got to be that third at that third spot for sure. At four, I have Tennessee. Yeah, me too. Tennessee. At okay. Four. At five, I have Cleveland. Yeah, so five, we we flip-flop there, right? So you have five uh, – sorry, you have two Ravens. I have two Cleveland. You have five uh, Cleveland. I have five Ravens. Okay, so I think the okay. Ravens will be at that fifth spot. That's what I'm thinking. And then at They still six, make the playoffs. It's like I'm hating on them too much. Yeah. They still make the playoffs. They're just not going to be as good as they might have been. A lot, a lot of injury – a lot of injury to their running backs. They lost a big part of their defense at Johnny Smith. I just don't know right now. I just don't know at this point if they're going to be as good. Okay, that's that's my last that's my last elevator pitch for for, for the Ravens of the season right there. Okay, that's that's my last one. That's my last one. And then at number six, I have the other AFC North team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers, yeah, me too. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna make the playoffs. Be they could even be a little bit better, even though they went eleven and zero last year. We could tell that eleven and zero. Not to say it was like falsified or like. Or, or, or kind of phony or anything like that, right? But they didn't see Mike, like an eleven and zero. Mike Tannenbaum picked this team to go like four and thirteen. Okay, they are not going to be that bad whatsoever. This is going to be they who they lose first off to be that bad is, is, is Ben. The, is the only loss off? is Bud Dupree. Is there is his arm completely falling off or something? Or no? If anything, he's in better shape than last year. Their offense should be slightly improved. With the addition of Najee Harris, they brought back, obviously, what Juju Smith-Schuster is back. They still have Claypool. Their offense should be just as good as last year, if not a little bit better, right? Like, what's necessarily stopping this team? Besides, besides like, the age and health of, of, of Ben Roethlisberger, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just was so appalled when I saw that. That's awful. No wonder he's not a GM anymore. Exactly, man. Get that get that crap out of here. We're not, gonna, not even going to talk about that here again. Yes, uh, Steelers, though, at six. We both agree. Who gets that final spot, though, you think? I went the Chargers at seven. It's so tough. Again, that, that's when you have to look at all the other teams, and it's like, who else would probably be ahead of the Chargers? I, I put the Chargers at that seventh spot as well. I think they're going to have like, like, somewhat of a breakout year, honestly. Every part about me thinks the Patriots are going to make the playoffs, but when I went through and picked all these games, they're not in it. 
that I guess that would That's... be the only tougher one, right? With Mac Jones being there, they had all they spent and the Dolphins. Before. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I'm not the biggest Tua guy. Just even though, funny enough, I was higher on Tua going into the draft, way off there on Joe Burrow. It's a little higher, so I was way off there. Uh, but at this point in time, I'm kind of on the opposite end, and I'm just so unsure. I think Tua can play, but I just don't know how good he can be, right? So they, they have all the tools to be a really successful team. I think they won – did they win 10 games last year? Yeah. They won, they won 10 freaking games last year. Like, if this is a solid team, they're going to do nothing, hopefully, but improve. But there's a reason – there's a reason they're out there talking about getting Deshaun Watson. You know, there's – obviously, you want to upgrade your team, obviously. But if you that's, – that's something that definitely does worry me. And then – Patriots wise, you know, what is Mac going to do? Is he going to be consistent all year long as a rookie? I know he looks good so far, but I guess that's the biggest thing holding me back uh, for New England, probably just being a rookie quarterback and how high his ceiling is as well on the roster. But they made, they made a lot of adjustments though, man. They spent a lot of money trying to improve the roster New England did. And you would think it's going to translate a little bit, right? Like you, you, there's a reason Bill Belichick is up there, you know, for coach of the year, uh, uh, what's their odds right now? You know, there's a reason yeah. he doesn't have a bad yeah. roster by any means. Yeah. I mean, he has a good roster around him and they have spent money on these guys. And I don't know what it is about Bill Belichick, but I kind of just trust everything he does that he's like an evil genius and he's going to figure it out. And whatever he's doing is the right move. Like, even if it, it seems like that didn't make sense, it's like, Oh, don't worry. Now this is going to happen. Like just trust in the process basically. Right. Yeah. I got you. So I would be pretty surprised if he missed the playoffs back to back years, but Whenever I went through and picked the games, Chargers I don't have good, them in. Dude. I think the they Chargers are going to finish higher. I think I think they're going to be pretty good. I think they're going to at least win ten games. I think I might have had them winning eleven even. Um, so we'll see. But I, I definitely have the Chargers uh, make, making making that last spot for sure. But Tanner, a little bit going on your college football. Oh, sorry. Do you want do you want to discuss your uh, top ten teams or your your top five draft picks because you have you picked your whole season so you had the bottom five teams. Isn't that correct? Yeah. So in the my bottom five teams in the league, unfortunately, these teams don't have a good year when I went through and picked all these games. Uh I guess I could start from five and go to one. Yeah, At go five, five to one. I, yeah, five I have the Jets. Okay. Uh, makes sense. Yeah. A, a, great roster. a little bit more improved than last year where they were at two. Instead of the second so, first or yeah. the fifth. Yeah, making baby steps, right? Yep. Making their way up there. Yeah, I get that. And then at four, uh, I have the Atlanta Falcons. I think the Falcons stink out loud. Uh, I think this defense is terrible, and I think the offense has some major holes in it. I don't think the Falcons are going to be good. So I think the Falcons go at four. Eagles Get a quarterback at th- too, probably, right? Yeah. Probably go quarterback, you know. E- Eagles at three. I don't believe in this Eagles roster. I think the Eagles roster isn't very good either. And I think I don't know if Jalen Hurts is an NFL quarterback. I, I just don't have an NFL head coach either, honestly. So we'll yeah, see. He completed fifty-two percent of his passes last year. Yeah, that is man. not a very good percentage. No, like and not. definitely not. But like head and shoulders, all those three teams that I think are significantly better than the bottom two teams. At Which two. Are- at two, I have the Houston Texans. Yeah. Uh, maybe the worst roster in football. A bunch of guys that don't really seem like they fit together. No Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Starting Tyrod Taylor or Tyrod Taylor and uh, 
Davis Mills will probably play at some point in the year. No, it's 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 just like a big a lot of question marks, and it's just like what is this team? Who's gonna play? A lot a lot of just question marks in the organization as well, right? Like, are you gonna try and trade Deshaun? What's going on? That's gonna be nothing but a question mark and and an issue for them the entire season, I think, honestly. And then at number one, guess it, the Detroit Lions. Lions, yeah, it's got uh, yeah. Detroit, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's why I, I picked that spread, San Fran. I think they're the way. You know, that's making me feel better. You have them being the worst team in football. I got San Fran kicking their butts week one, but even the Jags did win in week one last year, right? So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I think the Lions are better than the Texans, but just the way I picked out the games, I think the Lions end up with they just play a tougher schedule. They do, yeah, for sure. So they are a better just, team, I, though. They are a better team. I, I would definitely. Yeah. Agree. At least, I, also, at the quarterback spot, at least Jared Goff is yeah. a step up in time. I mean, Taylor, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think Jared Goff might be one of the better players on this team. Like maybe, oh, maybe like, the best, right? He might be the best player on the. Yeah, that's yeah. What I was kind of thinking who else would be above him on that, on that, on that uh, roster sheet. I, I on that depth chart, I really don't know. I really don't think there is going to be one above him as far as like overall rating wise, what what he could be. Yeah, definitely not. So go go one through five one more time for me, just just to recap. So Lions one, Texans two, Eagles three, Falcons four, Jets five. Those are going to be the five worst teams in football next year. According to Tanner file, right? So I, I like it. I like it. Do you want to talk about uh, a little bit about this past weekend in college football before? Oh yeah. We talk about our big bets, our big yeah. wager. So obviously these teams are going to be picking at the top of the draft. So let's talk about some of those guys that they might be picking the college football stars. Right. We're going to see some quarterbacks probably go early. Quarterbacks had pretty big games week one. Uh, to wrap up the college football week one, there's a lot of big games, top 25 teams playing each other and sort of kickoff exhibition type games, cross conferences. Uh, Bama is an absolute wagon. Alabama is the best team in the nation. Uh, I don't think it's close. Just, they're killing that they're killing teams in ways that they've never even done before. Like they have a quarterback now that, is one of the most dynamic players in the nation. I think Bryce Young is incredible. I think he's going to win the Heisman. I think he's just going to set a bunch of records this year. Miami was the 14th team in the nation, and they looked like (laughs) they were a D3 team playing against Alabama. They got spanked, dude. They got spanked. And Miami is a good team. Don't get it to like, don't watch that game and be like, oh, Miami sinks. Like, Miami is good. Just Bama is different. it's a, it was a really bad weekend for the ACC. Their top three teams, Clemson, North Carolina, and Miami, all lost. Oh, and so, one, man. That's crazy. So when UNC lost on Thursday, I was kind of kicking myself for my UNC ACC championship take. But then the other teams that are competing with them also lost. So There you we go. You know, <laughs> right, right there we, with them. <laughs> we won't sweat it too much. Obviously, Clemson loses to a really good team in Georgia. So it's like not quite the same. But a loss is a loss. Week two coming up now, we got two top 25 against each other matchups. We have Oregon versus Ohio State. That's 12 versus number four. That's probably the favorite in the Big Ten. Actually, it is the favorite in the Big Ten versus probably the favorite in the Pac-12. And then Iowa versus Iowa State in a rivalry game. That's number nine versus number 10 in the country. That's a big game. The Oregon-Ohio State game is at noon Eastern. And the Iowa Iowa State game is at four thirty Eastern on Saturday. What? Saturday, okay, mm-hmm. cool. 
I might have to, you know, take take a, you know, take a sneak peek on that on that Oregon match. I might have to sit down and watch some college. Hey, hey, you'd be proud. I watched like at least fifteen to twenty minutes <laughs> college football this past weekend. You you would God. be psyched. That's best. I watched like fifteen or twenty <laughs> minutes. Uh, of like every game, so yeah, I probably watched about you know <laughs> like, twenty five total, you know, a sneak peek here and there. But hey, I'm I'm dipping my toe in the water and start, starting to learn some stuff. Obviously, how about uh, what's his name, Mackenzie? Uh, Mackenzie Milton. Yeah, Milton. What a story there, dude! What a performance there. They were down like ten points in the fourth, weren't they? Yeah, he leads them on a giant comeback. Florida State against. Notre Dame obviously yeah. comes up a little short Lost because the game, but man, not his fault. I mean, the not kicker missed the kick. All. He like kind of saved it because he got a bad snap right at the end and had to throw it away for a kick. And then, so like he, he did what he had to do to 100%. win the game. He came in after the quarterback got his helmet knocked off and he just came in and was like, Hey, this is uh my job now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, let's, you know, let's, let's but, do a good job. Let's go. Out yeah. He had it. He had an Alex Smith esque injury, mm, so right, that was a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, UCF the, the year the year UCF was undefeated, the twenty eighteen. Yeah, or maybe it was like the year after, but he was the quarterback when they were okay. undefeated. Yeah, I, I definitely remember you know hearing, hearing them talking about that as well. But yeah, what a story! What what a comeback! Couldn't quite get it done, but very entertaining to say the very least, right? Like that that was a super. Even I was like, man, that that's awesome! Like that that's super cool. I, I don't know Jack about college, obviously, so. But man, a lot to look at. Couple days away, not even like forty-eight hours almost. This is about Wednesday now at this point when we're recording, basically here late on a Tuesday night. But we're practically there, man. NFL, you know, Cowboys, Buccaneers. I think it's at seven o'clock, or is it like six? I'm not one hundred percent sure. Uh, I'm not one hundred percent sure. Depends what, what. We're not in the same time zone anymore, man. Seven o'clock for me, I should say. I'm not one hundred percent sure though. Yeah, it's exactly. it, it's eight twenty Eastern, seven twenty Central. Okay, so about seven, so. yeah, seven seven twenty Central. Uh, Tanner living on the East Coast time, but Tanner, it's time to talk about. We we've been kind of going back and forth as far as like a, a friendly wager goes. You know about obviously you know week one NFL kickoff. It's my team, the Dallas Cowboys against. Obviously, your Super Bowl champs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that brings the question, you know, what are we putting on the line? What are we betting for this game? And I think we've been talking about this for like a month now, honestly. I feel like we've just been nothing but like, well, we could do this. Well, well, we could do this. And Tanner and I have finally come down to some. I wrote them down right here. So it's in paper. We can't both sign it, but it's in paper right here. It's in, it's, there's proof right here. So the rules of the wager, I'll, I'll read it right off the paper. Paper. Uh, Tanner is betting the Bucks win. We're, we're just doing outright win loss. You know, no points added, nothing like that. So Tanner is betting the Bucks get the victory on Thursday night. I am betting, obviously, wearing the jersey right here. I am betting the Dallas Cowboys, though very much the underdog in, in this matchup. I am I am betting on Dallas to come out and and, and get a victory ultimately. Right, so he's on he's on the Bucks. I'm on the Cowboys and the loser. Okay, whoever's whoever's team loses has to purchase, okay, purchase and wear an ugly opposing team's shirt. Okay, that's the first step. So you have to purchase an opposing team's ugly shirt that the, the other person obviously has chosen. So Tanner will help help me choose mine. I will help Tanner choose his if it comes down to that. Not looking great for me. And then that person, right, Tanner, will have to wear that that ugly t-shirt every Gay every uh NFL Sunday until Halloween. Is that what we're doing? 
Yeah, at least to Halloween, so at least the last day of October. Uh, that is a NFL Sunday. It's I know at least for the Bucks, that's their eighth game of the season, playing so the Saints in New Orleans, eight, then, right? So about week eight, we should be, you know, we should be through this, right? So th- that's it, though, right? So the loser has to go buy an ugly shirt of the opposing team, of the opposing person's team. So if I lose, let's say if I lose, Tanner's going to pick out an ugly Buccaneers shirt for me to buy. So I'm going to buy the shirt, which sucks in the first place. In the second place, I got to wear that ugly thing every single Sunday until until the end of October. Exactly, right? So I'm hoping, oh, I'm hoping for my sake, I don't, I don't have to do that. But one thing in my favor right now, Tanner, not Zach Martin being out, no. Not obviously... Obviously not. You know, I think I think they are. I think Tampa is seven and a half point favorites. I believe. It's, I just I, I just saw it at eight. Eight. It's up to eight now. Oh my gosh! So that's it though. Everyone, everyone is betting Tampa. The point spreads up to eight, saying Tampa's probably going to win by at least eight points. Every analyst that I've seen on you know any, any sort of network or anything like that is saying Tampa's going to get this. Cowboys have no shot. Cowboys have no shot. And Tanner. There's one good thing about picking the team no one else is picking. You know, there is a, a, a little bit of, of, uh, of confidence there. Right? No one's picking them. Is that for a reason, or are we, are we, are we bound for another? I think, I think we both brought it up. Like Everyone was picking Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. Or sorry, sorry other, other side, other side. Everyone was picking Kansas City, Kansas City, Kansas City to win the Super Bowl last year. Obviously, Tampa comes out and stuns, you know, shocks the world. I think you brought up everyone picked Tampa to beat the Saints. Uh, well, again, against like in like week ten or ever, whenever we were playing in Tampa and we lost thirty eight to three. Every every single person on Sunday Night Football picked Bucks. Exactly. So I, I'm I'm hoping for my sake that we're we're in one of those scenarios that everyone is saying this that hey, there's this for a reason and Dallas is going to come out and do it. Tampa Bay did it. Come out and shock the world and beat the Super Bowl champs. I'm pretty sure everyone picked the Bucks on Thursday night football against the bears last year during and the, they lost, the, right? during the game where Tom Brady <laughs> held up the four. <laughs> it was a fourth pro- down. <laughs> yeah. So that actually happened to the bucks twice last year. Fair enough, man. So how do they play as the favorite, as you know, the, the top dog, that is a question. Do they prefer being the team, you know, a little underrated with the chip on their shoulder? We're going to see that exactly throughout this entire season. Cause now, you know, they've gone to the team kind of being the underdog. Hey, can Tom Brady turn them around? Hey, this is the, best team in football and they should probably be, be be favorites to go to go back to back at this point in time right so i'm excited to see how they do with all that pressure on the table man i really am yeah so before we uh go do we want to give our uh, super bowl prediction yeah so you go first go ahead all right i know i didn't pick them to win the division but i'm taking the browns out of the afc it's as crazy, crazy as that sounds That's crazy <laughs> so i'm i'm taking the browns i think uh I think this team's too good, and I think good. I believe I believe in Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield is a good quarterback. I think we'll see that this year, and I think this defense is going to take a step up. I have them winning the AFC, and then I have the Bucks going back to the Super Bowl, obviously, right? Yeah, so them getting back and winning the NFC once more for what back to back season. So you have Bucks versus Cleveland. Who takes it home? I got Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay wins it. I hope since you're wearing that jersey right there. Yeah, I yeah. I, yeah. So I go Tampa Bay back to back. I think Tom Brady thinks about stepping away at the end of that, going eight got rings, got going to. eight, going eight rings, Get going back he, to back as well. He right? would be like, forty-five at the end of next season. Great way to end on top. 
You know, you, you don't yeah. want to end on Bob. You don't want to end like, oh, this guy's losing it. He's losing it. You, and, you don't want to go and out that way. And the Bucks kind of the way their roster is structured, it's going to be hard for them to keep everybody after this year, no matter what. It's time so, to pay up. You know, some start paying yeah. up some of that young talent. And yeah, so not going to make one the, necessarily, right? They're kind of making one more run at it. And I think they succeed and they beat the Browns in the Super Bowl. And the Bucks Browns might have the lowest combined winning percentage of two Super Bowl teams ever. Yeah, ever, like, right? As far as for like for, goes, it, right? Yeah. Two just habitual losers. Exactly. That would be crazy, dude. I, I am nowhere, even though I picked the Browns to win their division, I am not seemingly not as high as you are on them because I, I don't have them getting to the Super Bowl. Even though I have them winning more games in the regular season, I don't think they get to the Super Bowl. I think, I think, I think it's a two-man race. I think Buffalo, really, I love what, they, what I saw from them last year. I, I haven't seen enough to pick them. So I think the safe bet for me is going with Kansas City. I think we get a Super Bowl rematch. I think it's KC versus Tampa. And Patrick Mahomes on an MVP level season caliber year, which I think is going to have. If their team can stay healthy, that offensive line, hopefully they get right back to where they were pre-injury you know, before that postseason run. It's tough, man. It's tough. I, I, it's, it's a coin flip between Kansas City and Tampa. Since you're picking Tampa, I'm going KC. I, I think they bounce back, and I think, I think it's, a, it's a rematch, and they get the better of Tampa Bay after getting their horses kicked. You could say their musket uh, j- just a year ago. So I'm going, All right. I'm going KC. There so those go. are our official preseason picks. If I'm not the sure. Cowboys, that was who I was. <laughs> no, no okay. And I'm pretty sure uh, by the time. About two weeks from now, we'll feel pretty stupid. I will probably, or I'll be feeling really good. You know, so we're we're really gonna be the smartest guys in the room, or yeah, kind of kind of regretting people listening to half of these takes, right? So we'll see. We'll see. We're hopefully somewhere in the middle there, right? But well, we're probably pretty subject to some old takes exposed. Yeah, during this episode, cult takes or something like that. (laughs) But we we gave some pretty. uh, some hot takes, I would say yeah. sometimes, right? Like I don't, I don't think a lot yeah, of this. This, this was just an episode of takes. It really was, dude. Phenomenal episode. We are days, hours away from Week One NFL kickoff, dude. I'm so excited. NFL, you know, Sunday cannot come. I know we're excited for Thursday. Thursday is gonna be awesome. But the real, the real treasure, what we're looking forward to, is just like seven hours. Of just of commercial free football, commercial free football. You saw that too. <laughs> you saw that too. Seven hours of commercial free football. I cannot wait. And uh, hey, we'll see at this Sunday. I don't. I don't know if the shirt will be in by then. Whoever wins with loses. But hey, this week might be starting off rooting at least you know supporting the the other person's team. How about that? So we'll also go out and post like what the shirts look like maybe tomorrow or something like that, uh, or even on Thursday. Neither one of them are cute. They're ugly shirts, guys. Maybe Tanner, if I, if I lose, Tanner would probably like the shirt I'm wearing. And if Tanner loses, I would probably like the shirt that Tanner is going to wear just because, obviously, we're rooting for that team. But we're trying to make it so even even if we had the shirt, eh, we probably wouldn't be wearing it either, right? So it's not going to be a, a, a looker, no, uh, for sure. So we'll see how many looks we get while we're wearing it. But, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. Loser has to wear an ugly shirt until – uh, until uh, Halloween, in October, until Halloween, which is half the year, half the half the season. So we'll see. 
a great show though today, man. I'm super looking forward to Thursday and Sunday. Hopefully, some of these takes kind of pan out in in, in the positive direction, right? Uh, but Dallas and Tampa on Thursday. Uh, real quickly though, you want to you want to touch on how much you think the Bucks win on Thursday? What, what do you think? We're just doing win loss, obviously. This is just for for the fun of it at this point, right? But how much do you think the Bucks win by? I'm gonna have to go thirty-one to nine. You're going th- yeah, because okay, fair enough. You're in 31 and 9. I am gonna do Cowboys win 35 to 30, something like that. So in a shootout. It's yeah, it's gonna be a high scoring game. I think Dallas's offense. I'm hoping Dallas's offense comes out and shows everyone why they should be a top three rated offense, top two rated offense in the entire league, despite Zach Martin not being right there at right guard. It definitely <laughs> brings some concern. I definitely have some doubt and a little concern to say the least. But yeah, sticking with my boys, they win. And, you know, about a five-point under a touchdown, less than a touchdown, Cowboys win 35-30-ish. It's kind of what I'm feeling, right? So we'll All right, that. sounds good. Good luck. Yeah, good luck, my man. I'll, I'll talk to you on Thursday, obviously, up until then. Tanner already taking to Twitter with the trash talk, man. Not not even not even wasting any time whatsoever. I'm not really, I'm not really talking trash. I'm just stating facts. You I know? knew he was going to say he's just stating facts. He's like, I they mean, hate us. T- hey, Dallas, they, da- Cowboy Nation, they hate us. Because they ain't us. That's Blaine why. Gabbert has more playoff career wins than Tony Romo and Dak Prescott combined. Tony Romo is a Hall of Fame. Combined. Boom, I said it. Tony Romo Com- is a so Hall is of Blaine Gabbert. So is Blaine Gabbert. Mm. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm kidding, obviously. No, I know. I know. Like, like I, don't, I, don't, I don't appreciate <laughs> you comparing those two people whatsoever. Like, that well, is- I mean – yeah, you're right, because Blaine Gabbert's a winner. Get the hell, dude, yeah. It's, <laughs> we're going to have to get off the mic, everyone, but pretty much. But thanks for listening to this week's episode of Team Talk and Sports. Go follow us on Twitter, dudes talking underscore pod. Follow us on Instagram, dudes underscore talking underscore pod. Subscribe wherever you're, wherever you're listening. Leave us a comment or a voice message on Anchor. We can even put... Uh, one of your voice messages in the actual podcast. So go drop us one of those. Tanner, though, that's it for this week's episode. Yeah, and if you want to send a voice message, uh, you could send what your predictions are for the show. Exactly. We'd love to put your guys' predictions on the show. We could do it, you know, a few minutes of just multiple people's predictions. It just kind of depends what we get from you guys. So drop us your comments. Thank you all for tuning in. For Tanner File and Casey Foreman, football is here, and we'll see you guys next week. What's going on, guys? You're listening to Dudes Talking Sports. I'm your co-host, as always, Casey Foreman, alongside my co-host, Tanner Fowler.
let's open it with you. What, what are your first thoughts? What are your thoughts now? We've got about a day now to think about it. An interesting move. I don't know if it <laughs> title changes in any way. I don't know if it makes the team any better. going to be it for this week's episode of the Deuce Talking Sports. Sounds good. Deuce Talking Sports. Sports.